Nobody look at my plant in the corner. It's none of your business. <laughs> okay. Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Sam. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this. Stuck at the office or traffic jam. Time to take it easy with Alyssa and Sam. Is that show you know? A pro. I'm going to check my phone real quick before we... Before we what? Start? Get started. <laughs> Somebody just sent me an emoji. It's not even anything. <laughs> Was that worth it? No. Okay. Sorry. I'll be a better business partner. <laughs> so, today, we are discussing a very special topic. It's been requested by you guys. It has been requested Thank you so much times. for hating us enough to make us go into this. <laughs> yeah. So today we are going to be discussing our exes. My eyes are already watering. Do you see the, that? <laughs> <laughs> the breakups, the turmoil, the, the broken hearts. The broken hearts, the minimal amounts of love. Mm. Or in my case, the maximum amounts of love. Yeah, I can't relate. <laughs> we, can, uh, we can jump right into this, I think. So I think when you guys were uh, requesting this topic, I'm assuming that what you wanted to know is how to like get over an ex. Because when I was trying to get over an ex, <laughs> that was like what I was looking for yeah. on the internet. So I'm assuming that that's what you guys were asking. So I guess we'll start with that. Well, actually, okay, I have a question. Okay. How many, I feel like I know this answer, but how many like real serious relationships have you had? Four or five. Wait. Five? Including that? Okay. Yeah. But that's not an X. Okay, but I asked five. you how many serious yeah. relationships. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um so four X's. Yes. I think same. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's all a blur. <laughs> <laughs> well, because unlike you, unlike Sam, I have dated a lot. I've dated Nilch. Yeah, I feel like you actually, you've gotten serious with every, like, relationship that you've been in. Basically, yeah. It was kind of like something where um, I met them and then we immediately started dating, like, seriously. Yeah, and then they moved in the next day. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, how many, okay, so you, how many did you move in with? Three, including Matt. Yeah, and the first one was in high school. Yeah. So it wasn't an option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wasn't going to move into Don and Michelle's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over there did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I only actually moved in with, well, the first one didn't really count because I was there for six weeks. Um, and the only person I've moved in with was Glenn. Really? Yeah. I know. It felt like a freaking lifetime that I was there, hey? You were only in Edmonton for six fucking weeks? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I <laughs> thought you were there for like months and months and months like almost a year it felt like months to me as well (laughs) (laughs) okay so you've been in four serious relationships as well hold on let me count this again okay i'll drink my perrier (laughs) who oh god who came after um i really think i've only been in four relationships include like real relationships including glenn so three exes i'll say okay those are the only people that come to mind so I've got one on you. You do, yeah. But I mean, but I've I've dated. Like I've I've dated. <laughs> so riddle me this. When you were in like casual relationships, was there like a breakup or you guys just like stopped talking? Um, for a couple of them, well, 
I feel like we kind of just stopped talking. Like for for a couple of them, they were like I was still hurt by it. Yeah, but it was kind of just like bye. Yeah, it's so <laughs> weird time. to me to picture like just like not actually being serious. Like what like what does that even look like? Like are you guys just like you see each other on the weekends or? <laughs> um. I guess, okay, so for one of them, I actually really did care about him and I think about him still from time to time. Um, but I did. I spent like every single day at his house. My God. <laughs> yeah, like my shampoo was there. Like my lotions were there. My showers. lotions, plural? <laughs> yeah, well, face lotion. Like leg lotion. <laughs> Arm the, lotion, the, finger lotion. The motion lotion. No, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, so I was there all the time. Like we started like series together like we watched breaking bad and this Walking this Dead. is a relationship so what so what made it not a relationship and we never defined it okay and um when we broke up it was more so you guys don't need labels <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're super indie um I, yeah i called him my babe <laughs> i would say my babe my babe this is my babe um what's up my babe <laughs> Um, and when we broke up, he, he was like, I can't remember. He needed time or something like that because he had gotten out of like a A classic. Yeah. He had gotten out of like a really long-term relationship with somebody who he like actually loved. Um, and then I had just gotten out of a relationship as well that was like not good for me. And, but I was like over it, but I don't think he was over his. And so when I was talking to him, about like I guess taking the next step or whatever which would have been like literally just dating um <laughs> he was like I think I just need time or like I need space I can't remember what he said and um keep in mind I was 19 I think I was 18 actually um just 19 sweet maybe. summer child <laughs> yeah and this was when like ain't nobody got time for that was in yeah. and that's what I texted him <laughs> he was like I just need some time and I was like ain't nobody got time for that and then we never talked again that was the end of the the any conversation well i think well i was like going out a lot at the time like partying and stuff like that and i would see him at the club sometimes and i would try to like talk to him and whatever but he wanted like nothing to do with me like he didn't give a fuck oh my god how odd (laughs) i know yeah but then um when i went back to take care of my dad actually he reached out to me and was like oh i live like actually super close to where you're staying and then i was like ain't nobody got time for that (laughs) yeah quite frankly don't ever contact me again (laughs) yeah yeah I th- but I have a thing where like if somebody doesn't want anything to do with me I want everything to do with them it's a, it's a you sickness. like the chase I do yeah so oh see I just want everyone to leave me alone oh that's why I feel like I have such a hard time well had such a hard time like getting into like I just wouldn't casually date because I just get so annoyed I don't want to talk to you. I want you to leave me alone. So you don't like, want to be dating. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like when, when Matt first started talking to me, talking, like we weren't even dating. When we, Matt first started talking to me, I remember the one time he was like, he was wanting to hang out. He was wanting to hang out. And I was like, no, I don't have time. I don't have time. And then I was going out of town and I was traveling a lot at that time. And he was like, so you're just going to like, you're not going to like see me before you leave. And I was like, no. No, I'm not going to see you. I'm like, why do you think you're entitled to my time? Like, I was livid. I was livid that he thought that, like, I should see him before I leave. Or Like, I was like, fuck you. That's so funny. And I feel guilty for taking a bath by myself because I should be spending time with my partner and stuff. Ugh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Good Lord. Uh, so, so much. So, in a breakup for you, do you feel like you're the kind of person where you'll, like, mourn and mourn and mourn? Or are you kind of like, it's done and I'm moving on? 
Um, I feel like as I'm getting older, it gets easier because I've gone through so much other heartbreak and loss in my life and I'm also in therapy. <laughs> but um, back like back in my first relationship, which I've spoken about before on the podcast, um, I was so codependent with that person. Not that we spent a lot of time together. It's just like my importance and my worth was like directly correlated. Yeah, to who like to him. Um, and that relationship I did like I mourned that relationship for a really long time, even though I like physically moved on, like I started dating somebody else. Like I, I thought about him all the time and I would wake up every day and he was the first thing I thought about and whatever. And, um, I think we probably mentioned it one time, but, um, I had told you one time I was like, when does it like start getting easier? Like when does it stop hurting? Um, and it just took months and months and months for me to even move on. And the only way that I did that, that the only thing that brought me solace was that person had said to me um it's not <laughs> so cheese ball but he's like it's not the end of the um book it's just another chapter and we don't know what happens at the end yeah um and so it i mean some people could say that that brings you false hope and like sure but for me it was more of a security blanket it was the comfort that you needed at the time yeah and like he could have been full of shit i don't know i really don't know but i i i even go back to that now in yeah. in my life now i'm just like you know what like maybe this chapter is over but like who knows what's gonna happen further on down the line and like why why spend time being sad about it now when i could just like pick up the pieces and like start to move on basically yeah um and the same thing with my second relationship i fell head over heels for that person as well and spent a lot of time with him and he was completely different than my first boyfriend um in a different way and that took me like we broke up and got together again like i don't even know how many times oh i know (laughs) i remember there was at one point um have we told this story when i don't think so okay if we have i'm so sorry that you have to listen to this again but at one point um Alyssa had she was living all over the place and then she moved to vancouver at one point and um she had gotten together with and then broken up and then gotten back together with this guy and um he was we were all gonna hang out together and I was like oh are you back together with him and you were like no 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 like not happening we're just friends whatever and then I picked him up then I came to pick you up and like we all got out of the car I was with my boyfriend too and I like bent down to pick something up I was doing something and then I turned I saw out of my peripherals like you kissing someone and I was like is she kissing my boyfriend because like I thought I was like she's not back together with this guy and then I turned around and you were like hey babe like to your to this guy and I was like what the hell like I called you yesterday and you said you would never get back together with him you guys were just friends and then it was back home because I was lying to myself yeah no kidding (laughs) that guy and I got back together so many times and even like years later I even said to somebody I was like if I see this guy in person like we will get back together because like the pull is just so strong yeah you guys just had a connection yeah or was so strong I should say actually um that if I ever saw him again, like, I don't know what <laughs> would have happened. Like, I just couldn't stop loving this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, when I was back taking care of my dad, he ended up being uh, in Kelowna for a bit. And I did see him just like, um, like as a friend, basically. Yeah. And there were no sparks. Like, I didn't feel anything. And I was like, oh, thank God. I can't imagine, <laughs> dude. I can't imagine breaking up with someone and getting back together. I couldn't. Yeah, you're like a one and like you're oh, I'm, like that's it. When it's the thing is like I'll 
I'm not somebody where like you make a mistake and I'm out kind of thing. Like I'll work through shit. Like I'll put up with a lot kind of thing. But like when it's done, it's it's done. Mm-hmm. Like I can't. There was only one person that I thought that I might have gotten back together with. But even like when I really, really thought about it, I'm like, it's but it's just so done. Like mm-hmm. I don't think that the relationship could be the same again anyways. Yeah. Where I where I, or even different in a good way where I would want to be with them because like it was just I mean, what happened had been you know, like it's like something obviously happened that pulled us apart. Yeah. So why keep trying to like make it a thing when it's clearly not a thing? Do you feel like you're really sad for a long time and stuff like that when you go through a breakup? No. <laughs> not at all. Like honestly when I I I'm sad for a second. And then it's done. Like I'll have one cry usually about it and then it's done. Um, there was there was only one person, that same guy that I was that I might have gotten back together with. Um, that I years, years and years where I was like so sad. Like I would like I was living with my parents at the time and I would come downstairs and be like crying and I'd be like, I just love him. And my mom would be like, I know. But Aww. like it was so hard. That was the only one. But yeah. other than that, I was like, see you later. Yeah. I, I really enjoy <laughs> I enjoy breakups. Like you're I, sick. <laughs> I know, but like it's just because like I feel um especially when I was younger, not as much now, but I would commit so much time to my partners mm. that like I would be spending so much time with them. Like I would want to be home so that I could like be waiting for their phone call. Like I wouldn't want to be out with friends, so I would miss them. Like I would always be on my phone texting them and stuff. Like yeah. um and so when I did break up with them, it was sort of like I got like my whole life back and I could focus way more on myself. I would get a ton done. Like mm-hmm. I would be healthier. Like I always really enjoyed it. Matt, yeah. Matt and I broke up for a day and I thrived for that day. <laughs> <laughs> the picture from that day is quite bomb. Thank you. I will say. <laughs> Best picture in years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess when I actually broke up with my first boyfriend, um, Shaylin, actually another I, friend of ours from high school yeah um yeah sorry I always just assume that people know Shaylin because you, you guys talk know Shaylin <laughs> you talk about her so much but anyway um yeah another friend of ours from high school um she had said uh, I had walked into the green room which was like where we all had our lockers in the drama room and I was just hanging out and whatever and she was like honestly Alyssa like I just feel like you got your spark back Aww. and I think about that all the time because I'm like it's so like when you're in it you don't realize that like you can still be yourself but you can be like an edited version of yourself. Yeah. And that's what I was. I was just like, I had lost myself. And I think that I tend to do that often because I do care about people so deeply. And yeah. I do like go out of my way to do exactly what I know would make them happy, even if it's like not necessarily what I want to be doing. Why do you think that is that you do that? <sighs> is that just like how like you're like showing your affection to like the ultimate? Degree? I think so. Yeah. Um, I just really... I like to make people feel good. Mm. Like I, I want them to be happy. And if it's not like actually harming me in any way, other than obviously putting. <laughs> but it's still kind of like at your expense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then like why, I just feel like why wouldn't I? But yeah. then when I do go through a breakup or whatever and I start doing like just such like mi- like minimal things for myself, like taking a bath or, you know, watching a show by myself or real minimal things yeah Yeah, dude (laughs) have a glass of water (laughs) breathe some oxygen yeah go for a walk by myself or whatever just like stuff that maybe i would have you know maybe i would have like just put off yeah like cooked them a meal instead or like prepared their lunch or something like that like yeah i'm like a freaking sam shaking her head at me but i i go all in (laughs) i would never (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah so i don't know i think that i think that now as i'm older i'm able to <laughs> i'm like older i'm 25 but <laughs> but I'm, I'm more able to like see things for what they are and it's like okay sure i can i can be sad that's yeah. true i could be or <laughs> hear me out <laughs> i could choose to be happy in this moment so like i have i have all the time in the world to be sad and so if i want to be sad at night or i want to be sad when i'm taking my bath or whatever then that's fine and i allow myself that time to be sad but when i choose to do something for myself say go for a walk go to a play go to dinner with friends whatever it might be then i'm i'm, I'm making the active decision that i'm going to be happy in that moment yeah and that um that sadness has a place and a time and it's not right now yeah like that's what i'm finding now more like as i'm kind of like coming into myself yes yeah yeah i feel like that's kind of how i mean for me i feel like when i'm going through a breakup that is how i get over it as i really just lean into the things that i've been putting off the things that i enjoy doing and stuff like that and i just rather than like um mourning the loss i kind of celebrate the um ability to be able to like not have to answer to anyone not have to be stressed about whatever mm-hmm. someone else is doing or whatever because that was something that because i had like such i was so so insecure for so long and i still like struggle with it but i'm working on it um but I was so insecure when I was younger that like I could not handle not knowing where they were not knowing who they were with like if they weren't texting me back quickly enough like I was so nervous that there was something happening Mm -hmm. that it was really like all consuming yeah and so it was just kind of like being able to celebrate like knowing that I have this time for myself now I'm not having to worry about that shit anymore Mm -hmm. and friggin move on with my life yeah it's it's funny how like independent we can be mm-hmm. if we want to be yeah like i was recently i was um sitting downstairs and you and matt were away like on a pre-honeymoon mm-hmm. and um glenn was away on a camping trip and i was just like hanging out by myself and i took a bath and i just was like i did all these things and i was like Ugh. like i'm I, i'll always be okay yeah you know like i can i can weather basically anything as long as i just i I take the time to care for myself and do these things. And like I've said before, like I'm now again mentally writing down instead of like physically, but I'm mentally writing down like I enjoyed this. Yeah. And so then I'm going to do it again because I enjoy it. And I think it's the same thing as like any, not same thing, but it's similar to like life changes where it's like, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to experience the loss and stuff like that. But now I can find out again, like who, like who I really am. as like as a singular person instead of as this this couple do you like yourself better when you're in a relationship or when you're out of one um i think that i i liked myself the best in a relationship in my relationship with glenn Mm. um because he kind of like brought me back down to earth because i was like when i was living in toronto the first time i was still going out and partying and like um, I wanted to be seen and I wanted to hang out with celebrities and stuff like that. And um, when I started dating him, it kind of brought it back down to like, okay, well, this is like, these are the fundamentals of life, like yeah. spending time with people and, um, you know, spending time in nature and, and just all of this, like, like this is the real world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so I really, I, I'm thankful for that. Um, and I like myself uh because he did allow me he really allowed me to come out of my shell as well like in past relationships like i would never 
poop in a house <laughs> if my partner was there oh my god i would like no <laughs> so you just held it you just held it until what yes yes until they went to work what if they had a day off listen we were going for dinner and i was pooping in that restaurant bathroom you'd sooner poop in public than poop at your own house yes what were you like did you just not like were like you got some stinky shit or no i just thought it like it was embarrassing that i that that was a bodily function that came out of me and the same thing with peeing like if i had like a um i know i'm ridiculous but if i had uh like an ensuite and my boyfriend was staying over like i what was i gonna do what what could you have done? <laughs> Probably just gone to the washroom like a normal fucking person. Then they would hear. Like it was just ridiculous. I had the like I was so insecure with my my myself, which is like my natural bodily functions. Um and Glenn like basically Glenn like accepts that I pee and no, I just really no, love him for it. No. <laughs> he this is the thing, is he made it like he made it seem so ridiculous in the most loving way like he's like this is ridiculous like, you're, it is. he's like I, I like that you are like comfortable around me like be comfortable like this is your home whatever and so like he <laughs> now I piss with the door open oh my god we're not there yet shit on the floor <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, this my, like one of my good friends that I lived in. What? <laughs> I'm just. Where is this going? <laughs> Actually, now that you mention it, no, no, no. I was just gonna say one of my good friends that I used to live in Toronto with. She was also very open and kind of like started the ball rolling. And she would pee with the door open and talk to me while she was peeing and stuff. And and I would take a bath and she would come in and sit on the toilet and like talk to me. And I was like, oh, well. This is John. This is, I guess this is like, I mean, we are humans. It was exposure therapy for you. Yeah. Well, and I actually got like a lot more com- like comfortable with myself, even from living with her. And then Glenn really just pushed it over the edge. So I think that I, I like myself the best that I've ever liked myself right now. That's good. Yeah. That is nice, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So you were uncomfortable to pee and poop around your partners. What about putting on deodorant? What? <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, so I'm actually not the sweatiest of people. I will say that. Okay. It's only since my 20s, everything has gone downhill in my 20s. Fucking, you're telling me. So I literally started having to use deodorant like as like a 22, 23 year old. So anyway, I'm thankful that Native Deodorant is sponsoring this episode of the podcast. I've been loving on native deodorant for a while now. How do you feel about yours? Because you just recently got the lavender one. I did. And I I love lavender so much. And I like that this lavender scent, it isn't like a fake lavender scent. Do you know what I mean? How you can have like fake grape scent and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really, really like the scent. Um, it comes in like a, a bunch of different like classic scents. So like coconut and vanilla, which I'm finna try next. Because I know. I want to <clears> try that one too. I smelled it when I was at Target the other day. Did you? Yes. Oh it's so goodness. nice. Um, and then the lavender and rosewood, which is the one I use, and then cucumber mint, which is the one you use. And then another one I'm interested in using is the eucalyptus and mint. <sighs> I don't know if eucalyptus is the scent for me. Oh my goodness, I, it reminds me of yoga. Oh, I yeah, love I it. So. I love it so much. Maybe we could mix and match. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> combining our deodorants. That's such a good idea, actually. Oh my goodness, we can make a Franken odorant, like a Franken deodorant. That's a great idea. No kidding. Um, but native deodorant is uh, filled with ingredients that are found in nature, so it's obviously better for your body. Um, the coconut oil is for the anto- antimicrobial properties, and then the shea butter for moisturizing and tapioca starch to absorb the wetness. It's formulated without aluminum, parabens, and It's also not tested on animals. So you guys, if you want to try it, you can use our code. The code is approachable um, and you can get 20% off your first purchase. Yep. So just go to www or don't use the www because we're not in the 90s anymore. Um, (laughs) NativeDeodorant.com and use promo code approachable for 20% off your first purchase during checkout. Thank you so much, Native Deodorant. Thank you. We also wanted to say another huge thank you to Away Bags for sponsoring today's episode as well. We got our Away Bags just recently. I'm heading out on a trip. I'm excited. I got the bigger carry-on size. When I opened it up, delight of all delights, it came with... This is beautiful. This is the most magic moment of my life. It came with a travel charger where like, you can swap in and out the... Um, Oh, things the, like the international things yes that was like the most brilliant thing I've ever seen in my life because that is something that I always forget I never remember to bring that shit so I go to like a different country and I won't be able to like plug in any of my things like a converter yeah came converter. with the converters yeah and I just thought that was like such a as soon as I saw that I was like oh 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 this they own some other shit (laughs) they're on like a whole other level here like because who fucking thinks of that and that was like the best so i thought that was really cool that it came with the um converter for like the plugins and stuff like that i thought that was like an awesome feature i also chose the option where you can have it charge your phone from the suitcase which is so boss i feel like that's super convenient when you're traveling because i've been stuck in layover so many times where like my phone is TikTok, baby yeah no kidding burning midnight (laughs) it would be and like i'm just i'm excited to be able to like have my suitcase with me charge me up ready to go man dude that's like honestly i feel like that's like elite level travel it is it is people are gonna be like are you in business class ma'am and i'll be like probably you should probably upgrade me like my suitcase bro (laughs) you want to charge you want to (laughs) charge everyone come in here and hook up their phone You're starting like running a side business off of your away bag. People are passing my suitcase through the aisles of the airplane. <laughs> the flight attendants are like, ma'am, please stop. No, the flight attendants will be getting in there for sure. They're like, I'm on this flight too. I need my phone charged. Uh, anyway, if you guys want to be the most popular person on the plane... <laughs> you certainly can try it away big. Um, they offer a 100-day trial with a full money-back guarantee if you're not satisfied with your purchase. Uh, but I think you will be. And if you want to get $20 off of that suitcase, you can go to awaytravel.com approachable and enter promo code approachable for $20 off of your suitcase. So again, that's awaytravel.com approachable, promo code approachable, 20 bucks off your suitcase. Huge thank you again to Away Bags for sponsoring today's episode. Thank you so much. I think that I'm also like taking the time to um, congratulate myself on like who I've become mm-hmm. because and I'm, I'm not I'm trying not to judge who I used to be yeah um, because that made me who I am today cheese ball um, but I'm just like you know I am like 
I am accountable and I feel like I'm I try to be a good friend and all these things so I'm like you know I'm I'm trying to kind of like remind myself of all of the good things and I think that in that it's making me a better person because I'm not waking up hating on myself every day yeah 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 I think it's so funny because like everything is so situational for me like there were certain relationships where I really didn't like myself but out of every relationship I learned so much more um I felt like I had a better grasp on like how to treat people how I want to be treated like everything like I learned so much from all of my relationships um and I think that like with Matt this is really the only relationship where I was like oh okay like this this like half circle is becoming like a full circle now like it felt like more um yeah I think like the thing for me is that I I don't want a partner to be like a crutch where like I feel like I'm nothing without them kind of thing and I it's it's sad to me to like watch a lot of people go through that where they like break up and then they just feel like they're not like that they can't do things on their own or they're not going to be as successful now or like you just you know what I mean because like we just we do rely and we are so like codependent um but the thing that I like about Matt is that it's like I'm fine on my own I'm I'm proud of myself I know that I can do what I want to do on my own but I feel like Matt helps kind of like make me feel more whole and um just kind of like fills in the cracks and it's it's not a change of self it's just kind of like almost I don't know joining together yeah well well yeah he fills your like cup yeah. Like with with positivity. Yeah, he just poured something in my cup. <laughs> oh, I want something I could feel. Um, what? Okay, what? If you're comfortable talking about it, were the reasons that you ended up in divorce in the past? In divorce? <laughs> yeah, and breaking um, up with somebody. <laughs> let's start from the beginning. <laughs> um, so my first partner, we. I was in high school. We dated from like when I was 16 until like I graduated. And um, we had like a lot of problems in general. Like we had a really hard time. Um, He had like a really difficult home life. Um, He drank a lot. He was getting older. He was like moving on with his life kind of thing. And, you know, he was wanting to be like more of a like grown up teenager kind of thing and drink with his friends and whatever. And, And it was hard for me because I was still I was 16. I was like still kicking it in fucking 11th grade (laughs) and I obviously couldn't go out with him or whatever and that made it really difficult for me so um we had a lot of problems and then he would drink and then he would do dumb things that he shouldn't be doing and whatever um but kind of oh like he like was at a strip club and like was like hitting on this stripper and shit and they kicked him out and like um, (laughs) kicked him out of the strip club yeah dude how embarrassing and then um at one point he had this like best friend it's always the best friend that they're like no we're just friends like like, trust me um he had this best friend but they ended up like sleeping together on his birthday when you guys were together yeah i didn't know that yeah i was pretty joked (laughs) pretty joked um and his friend like his friend that was like kind of a mutual friend of ours um I was really nervous about his birthday because he was going to be turning 19 and then he can like go to bars and whatever so I was nervous that like they were going to get into like that they were going to do dumb shit basically and his friend to me was like don't worry like I've I've got my eye on him like it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine and then like I found out that this happened like the next day because he was so bad at hiding shit like my boyfriend (laughs) um and I found out and then he 
I like called that guy and I was like, you didn't watch it, Mark. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, you're the worst. <laughs> like, really keeping an eagle eye on this guy. Um, <laughs> but anyways, we had a, we had a really hard time. Um, I relied on him a lot. I was really like overbearing as well. And then um, ultimately, like I was moving to Vancouver and he wasn't ready to move. And I was like really hurt by that because I thought that he would like follow me anywhere basically mm. and then we ended up breaking up because of that and then i like immediately started dating the next guy and, and how did you meet that guy online online um, dating at at 18 yeah that was such a bad situation because like he i was was i even 18 yet i don't know i might have still been 17 no i was 18 i was 18 um i was 18 he was 27 25 yeah and like one of his first messages to me because so basically the situation was that like he this is so weird but like he was on youtube and i was never like really into youtube but i always watched his channel since i was like a kid like 13. gross (laughs) yeah dude yeah and i remember being like oh like i just think he's so cute whatever um and then it like just weird like roundabout way because he is american um, and a friend of mine from high school knew him and I saw them tweeting back and forth to each other and I was like what the fuck I was like you know this guy I love him like I've been following him for years blah 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 and she was like oh funny um, and I was like tell him I want to marry him and then she told him that and he added me on Facebook and like the first message he sent to me was like uh, regretfully I'll have to decline your marriage proposal because of um, like age difference and geographical location and like all this shit um, but anyways we started dating he moved to Canada um we lived together for like seven months and it was the worst time of my life actually I remember visiting you uh during that time and I was just like who are you oh my god it was it was misery dude yeah I I think we've touched on this relationship a little bit in the podcast but it was just it was really hard um the age difference was really really hard for me because I was so young I was so impressionable um, I felt like he knew everything and he really kind of was quite like manipulative and like really kind of tore me down and made me feel like I was stupid or that like I like that what the things that he was doing that were shitty were fine and I would understand when I was older <laughs> kind of thing like like is he so patronizing dude yeah it was horrible like he would um like he was cheating on me. <laughs> um, he would like talk to other women all the time, really inappropriately, like send them like nude photos, videos, all this shit. Um, and I would always find it. And he, um, he'd he be like, well, you know, when I was your age, like I thought I knew what I wanted in life. And I thought I, I knew for sure like that, you know, there was only one person out there for me and all this stuff. But like when you get older, like you'll understand like that's not the way it is. And like when I was old age, yeah. like, like 60. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he was like, um, he was like, I'm with you because I choose to be with you. And like, um, like I, I wake up and I choose you every day when I don't have to because like there's a ton of people out there I could be with and whatever. I'm like, so anyways, he just he he was just horrible. It was a really bad relationship. Yeah. Um super manipulative uh just like yeah I I think I think we've touched on it before but like he only liked me to wear like clear black nail polish didn't like when I wore skirts didn't like when I wore heels like wouldn't hold my hand um like just just weird just super weird yeah um we ended up breaking up because I was down in um LA and 
I we were at this convention and I knew that he was trying to meet up with this girl that he had been talking to inappropriately online. Mm-hmm. And so I he was out of the hotel room and I was on his iPad going through his Skype trying to find this conversation with this girl to see like when they were planning to meet up or whatever. And um, I accidentally clicked on this conversation with him and his best friend. It's always the best friend. Um, and then, uh, he, she, she was messaging him and she was like, I miss having sex with you. And then he was like, um, and then he was sending her back and forth, like links to this other girl's profile being like, like talking about having a threesome with this other girl. And while you guys were together. Oh yeah. And then I scrolled back through the conversation and it was just like months and months and months of them like sending photos back and forth videos um sending like each other like porn links and stuff being like we should try this next time um there was this one conversation where him and i used to skype like almost every day because he did live in canada then he moved back to the states yeah and so we would skype every day and um oh this makes me sick just like thinking about it it makes my like stomach turn um but uh there was this one part in the conversation where she was staying at his house and she actually had a boyfriend as well um and the boyfriend was supposed to come to visit my boyfriend with her and then the boyfriend ended up like bailing and she was still coming alone and i had said to him i was like this is weird like this is weird that this girl is coming to your house anyways without her boyfriend and he was like why is it weird like why don't you trust me like he made me feel like shit about it that's like gaslighting dude yeah it was and so she was at his house and um, I was on Skype with him and she was like, are you still on Skype with her? Like she's messaging this to him over Skype. And he's like, he's like, yeah. Um, can't remember what he said. He said that, yes, we are still on Skype basically. And then she was like, well, what if I come and suck you off underneath the desk? <laughs> uh, what a piece of shit. So anyways. Um, what did he say to that? I can't remember. I I think that but like, she went in basically and was, yeah, while well, we were on Skype, piece of shit. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, but then I mm. called him out on it and he was like, you don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, are you joking? Yes, I was like, dude, I already saw like the messages. Like don't even like try and like pretend that this isn't happening because like I saw fucking everything. Like it's way too late now. Well, um, hold on. What was your like body feeling like when you were like confronting him? Like were you like cold and like, I when I first saw the messages I was literally like I wasn't even angry I was just like in full body like rage like calm rage (laughs) like spooky fucking like I could skin you alive right now rage I was so mad and then I like went down because he was like in the convention that we were there for and I went down and uh um and I confronted him like in the middle of the convention and he was like you don't know what you're talking about I was like yes I do and then I messaged the girl and I was like what the hell dude and she knew her oh yeah yeah and she was like um I'm having extreme anxiety I don't know how I'm gonna tell my boyfriend about this whatever like please don't message me right now and stress me out even more and I was like oh I have no sympathy for you you (laughs) fucking crazy bitch and then um what a wild bitch dude yeah and then my boyfriend came to me and was like how dare you message her like why would you message her and try to make her feel bad like whatever like all this shit um and he yeah and then I had to stay at her house that night <laughs> for a week yeah 
because we were leaving the hotel because like the whole idea was that we were going to be in the hotel for a few days then we were going to go to her house and she lived with her boyfriend and her boyfriend was like best friends with my boyfriend and um so I stayed at her house for a week after I found out because I was like so embarrassed my parents didn't really like this guy right um and I didn't have any money I couldn't afford to fly home um so I just had to stay there and I stayed in her fucking house in her bed with her (laughs) no with uh with my partner at the time um uh, did did her boyfriend end up finding out oh yeah what happened he was like fine he didn't care he was a weird dude like he's super funny and like really nice but like he's a weird dude (laughs) that's such a wild situation um i have a question because um it's so hard to ask this question because he's so in the wrong but do you feel guilty for going through his personal conversations no because um he was such a piece of shit like it was it was literally the only way that i could know what was going on because Mm -hmm. he was so manipulative to me um and like the thing is like really he i don't even know if he ever really got mad at me for going through his messages because anytime that i would confront him about something that i had seen he was like um he was like, well, you know, like if you were a better girlfriend, I wouldn't have to talk to other girls. I wouldn't go to them for emotional support. I wouldn't need to like talk to them sexually, whatever kind of thing. Um, so he never really got, I don't, I don't remember him really ever getting mad at me through, for going through his messages. I just remember him more so like turning it around on me being like, if you were better then I wouldn't do this. Mild. And, and, and when he would say that to me, I would be like, I'll try harder. <clears throat> yeah. Which is like ridiculous. Well, and it's so not who I am now. No. So anyways, that's why we broke up. Yeah. And then the next one, we broke up because we were like long distance anyways. And he was in love with his best friend. Again, they're dating now. Um, Still? Oh, yeah, I think so. And it's been years. It really is always the best friend in your case, huh? It is, man. I don't trust it. Don't trust it one bit. No kidding. Um, We broke up because we had... A mutual friend that was living here he was living other side of Canada I had been hanging out with that mutual friend he kissed me I called my boyfriend I was like I'm so sorry this is what happened he was like don't worry about it then he called that mutual friend like tried to call him call him call him over the week he didn't pick up finally he picked up like one like towards the end of the week kind of thing and um, he was like Sam kissed me then that boyfriend was like, no, I can't do this anymore. And we kind of like tried to like work it out sort of thing, but it just didn't happen. And that was the one I was like heartbroken over for years. Right. And then the one after that, we just broke up because uh, he was the worst. Oh my God, I forgot about that guy. Yeah. Like I'm not obviously in like general, but just now I was like, well, that was the last one. Yeah, like the, the last <laughs> guy that I dated before Matt, I think the thing about that relationship was that like I knew it wasn't really going anywhere but it was just something like I was just so lonely and I was so bored of like being by myself because I had been on my own for like two or three years Mm -hmm. um which is honestly it's a long time especially because um you know for for people who don't know you personally like you don't share yourself with other people unless it's like all in yeah so like when Sam says like she doesn't date, it's like she, <laughs> she doesn't date. <laughs> yeah, like I wasn't, I, I did not see anyone. I wasn't yeah. like sleeping with anyone. I wasn't yeah. dating. <laughs> like I was honestly like completely on my own. And, yeah. And I had started um after, like between those boyfriends, I had started doing social media. So I was working at home alone. Mm-hmm. I was 
like not really going out of the house except to go to events and stuff. Um, and I was starting to make money and I, it was just really frustrating because I was traveling and I was making money and whatever. And I didn't have anyone to share any of it with. Yeah. Cause you also didn't have really any friends that lived in, in Vancouver no. either. Yeah. Like I had one friend that was like a coworker that, um, I was friends with the whole time, but like we didn't see each other often because she has a kid and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I had my one other friend from high school, but we kind of had, we were like shaky at that time. Mm. We weren't talking very much. Um, so I was like completely on my own. <laughs> yeah. And so when I met my last partner before Matt, um, it was really just something where I was like, I'm so lonely. I just want someone. You're not right forever, but you're right for right now. Mm-hmm. And so when we broke up, I like really wasn't torn up about it because I knew that it wasn't going to be something that was forever. Can you tell the story of closing the garage door? Yes. That story like makes me freaking day. <laughs> <laughs> um, we basically, so him and I, like, we always had kind of a tumultuous relationship, and um, we we decided that we were breaking up, basically, and he um, packed up his PS4. <laughs> That's always what my boyfriends pack up when they freaking are like, I'm leaving. They always grab their PS4 first. <laughs> That's another trend in my relationship. And then um, he, like, went through the garage door, basically, and I just, like, closed the garage door, and I was like, goodbye, and I, like, closed the garage door, and I was crying, and then, like, the second the garage door closed, I was like, I was like I'm fine all right and I just carried on my life moving on yeah and I had to like fly out to an event the next morning and stuff and like it was just you're like all right I'll see ya see you later that's so funny he asked if he could borrow my car before he left he asked if he could borrow my car to go to a job interview then he asked if he could borrow my camera later that week and then he asked he said how am I gonna pay off my credit card <laughs> and I was like I don't know. <laughs> You're going to have to figure that one out, I guess. See you later. Because you, like, subsidized him, basically. Yeah, we were... Because he was, like, working for me, but he wasn't really. Because I was, like, still doing all my own shit. He would take photos for me and stuff. But, um, yeah. <laughs> it was rough times. <laughs> and then that was it. That was all mm-hmm. she wrote. And then that was Matt. You were single for a while, though, after that guy, too, right? Yeah, for, like, a year and a half or something, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm give take yeah and I was not ready to be back in a relationship when I first met Matt I didn't want to yeah I can't even really remember that time I remember you telling me about Matt at the time being like I don't know I think I like this guy and I was like well all the power to you yeah I didn't want to put a label on it but he (laughs) wanted to like move right in (laughs) and he did though yeah he did he waltzed right in the door he did and here we are married yeah a married woman go through your breakups please (laughs) tell me all the dirty details I feel like you know them but um I will rehash them now. I'll rehash these dark memories for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So, my, I mean, I've talked quite a bit about my first relationship, but um, my first relationship was in high school as well. I knew him for a really long time. Um, like, I, I'd known him since I was actually 12. And then when I turned, I think, like, 15 or something, we started, like, seeing each other. And he was not interested in being a monogamous human. I will say that. He... <laughs> That was, um, he was just so exciting and like he was a good actor, which I found really endearing and um, he was funny and had a car. (laughs) That'll do it. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I just really liked to like hanging out with him, but um, I was a couple years younger than him. And so he would hang out with his friends and I knew that he was sleeping with other people and stuff. And uh, I basically did the same thing. I just tried to be a better girlfriend than than they were. And we actually didn't. Piece of shit. I know. Um, we didn't start dating until I was, uh, 16. 
it was a full year of going through this like him seeing other people and then um actually it was you I remember what we were doing I was shaving your legs (laughs) in the bathtub (laughs) and uh, it was his birthday and we were going to his birthday and I was upset because I just didn't know if he was going to be there with some other girl and as I was like shaving your legs you were like you just you deserve better than this Alyssa you need to give him an ultimatum like either date me or we're done and I was just like but I'm worried that he's gonna choose we're done and uh sorry my ears so itchy go hard (laughs) it's like allergy season um I was like I'm worried that he's gonna choose um we're done and you were like just do it (laughs) you deserve more than this and so I did and then he chose like for us to date actually initially he's really trying to empower you back while you were shaving my legs you you were (laughs) yeah i like shaving your legs i think that it's like nice bonding time it is great bonding time i think about it every time i shave my legs i'm like that was a beautiful beautiful moment because i fucking hate shaving my legs i know it's so wild i shave my legs like twice a day um (laughs) um anyway initially he had said uh that he was not going to date me he chose see you later and then um his friends were like why are you throwing this away like she's awesome basically (laughs) and uh then we started dating like the day after and um and eventually um I kind of started to grow up and I started hanging out with some of his friends and um like seeing what they were like and stuff like that and he kind of just I don't know he kept putting me last and I would always put him first and um I remember picking him up from downtown on Canada Day and it was kind of like the first time that I just felt like I don't want to do this anymore yeah, because you were I over it. Yeah, because every time we would break up, because this was another relationship where we broke up, got back together, broke up, got back together, and um, the 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 time when things changed was there was ugh, there's just so much to this relationship. <laughs> um, so he ended How up. How much time we got? Yeah, sorry. He ended up moving in. Um, I just have to fix my headphones. <clears throat> there we go. He ended up moving in when I was in grade 11 um, because uh, he had to. Um, Well, I mean, (laughs) he ended up moving in. And um, one of my brother's friends also was living with us at the time. And he ended up sleeping with that person. And um, I found out and she said that she didn't know we were dating. And I'm like, fucking how? He sleeps in my bed. Are you joking? God. And um, anyway, so uh, yeah, that was when everything changed. Like something flipped. Our relationship would never be the same. But we ended up dating for another like year and a half after that. Um, Again, on and off, like we would break up, get back together. And then I don't, I honestly don't even remember what like the kicker was or like what happened. But um, I just had picked him up from downtown one day and he went to give me a hug goodbye. And I kind of just like stepped back. And he was like, you've never like, declined like a hug from me because I was so obsessed with him so in love with him yeah and I was just like I don't know what to tell you like I just didn't feel like it which was so wild yeah for me to not feel like it because like when we would like cuddle I would like in my brain be like okay just like hold on to this like this feeling because it's going to pass like you're not going to feel this way forever he's not going like, to like hold you forever like it was just so all-consuming the feelings mm-hmm. that I would have and so for me to like not even want that was like wild yeah and uh i ended up starting to see his uh one of his friends and that ended up being my second boyfriend and that that relationship was drawn out (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, <clears throat> the difference between the two was that, I mean, there were a lot of differences, but the, the second guy, he wasn't being monogamous, but he would play that he was. Yeah. <laughs> so whereas the first guy was like, I don't want this. Like, I'm going to sleep with whoever I want. This guy was like, I love you so much. Like, you're my one. Like, you're an angel. Like, whatever. Meanwhile, he's uh, gallivanting with like, Bone and Becky down the street. Oh, <laughs> with the bad hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was really hard. And I, uh, I, I really cared about him. And he was so, he just had like two different sides to him. Like, yeah. there was the really like, he knew how to push your buttons and how to really like, like hit you like where it was just like, ugh, so impactful. Yeah. Um, and then there was the side of him that was like the most amazing person that you've ever met. Like it was just so wild. Mm-hmm. Like when I was sick, cause I used to get sick a lot, like really badly sick. And he would take care of me like nobody, like, like nobody's business. Like he would stay up all night. He would stay in bed with me for days, like just watching like TV and stuff like that. Like it was, he was just such a caretaker. But then on the flip side, it was like, like uh, what who is this person yeah um and i actually after i graduated ended up moving to a different city with him and one of my best friends at the time and in that time things got at like the worst that they could have been um so he was like drinking a lot and partying a lot and uh i wasn't really into my party phase like fully um i was like dabbling here and there or whatever but he wouldn't let me like join in on the fun like yeah um or the fun quotations um (laughs) (laughs) and he would get like really just like wild when he was like partying or whatever um and wild like mean yeah like Mm -hmm. he he just like he had like a switch yeah like he could go one way or the other um and he was so manipulative at some points that the girl that I was living with didn't believe me how he was treating me when like the doors were closed basically Hmm. um and so i actually ended up like setting up my ipad when he was like in one of these like rages yeah um so that people would believe me because he just he was like such a good manipulator that that people thought that i was like being crazy and i started to believe that i was being crazy yeah i remember hearing that recording yeah it was pretty it was it was pretty crazy it it was um what had happened was we were fighting because i had gone out for a drink with my two friends from Kelowna, and they were guys Mm -hmm. and i got home and he was like calling me names and stuff like that and then he started yelling about my dad and then about my mom and how i was adopted and my mom was like like a slut and like all this like weird like this wild stuff yeah um just trying to like hit me where it hurt basically um which is crazy because like the 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 things he was yelling were so like absurd yeah that it's like how could that field yeah like how could that even hurt it was just like crazy Mm -hmm. um anyway we did end up getting in like a a, like physical altercation Mm -hmm. i guess um and my neighbors from across the the because we lived in a condo and we had like a veranda door that you could like it was a window Mm -hmm. and they ended up calling the police and uh the police came and and took me and my girlfriend away and oh, my voice is like getting shaky like talking about it um and they asked me like what had happened and he had gone to bed at this point um they like woke him up but um they asked me what happened and I was like I don't want to tell you like you know classic like what I don't want to say battered woman because it's not like I was like beaten yeah. all the time or anything like that and I walked away like pretty minorly hurt but anyway I didn't want to tell them anything I didn't really trust them and 
they just told me that it was probably safest if I didn't stay there for the night and to get a hotel. So we did. They dropped us. No, they escorted us. Sorry. We took a car and they escorted us to the hotel. Um, and then I called my mom. I had actually called my like dad in the middle of that. Uh, and he called my mom, I think. And my mom was like, okay, we'll be there in the morning. Yeah. So my mom um, drove down with this girl's parents and they brought their trailer. Like they were ready to pack us up and move us back to Kelowna. And um, the boys that we lived with, um, my boyfriend included, my ex-boyfriend included, um, they worked in the morning. And so we went there and we packed up all of our shit. And the apartment was all our stuff. Like they didn't have anything basically. Yeah. Um, and so we packed up all of our stuff and and we headed out and she actually ended up staying with one of our friends. She didn't go back to Kelowna, um, but I did go back to Kelowna. And that was the first time that we broke up. Yeah. Um, and we got back together like six times after that. It was years and years and years Yeah. that we like did this back and forth, back and forth. And every time we broke up, it was, it never got that bad again, but it was always still emotional. Like It was so weird, like being so far away from you at that time, because like you, I remember you had started dating him. And I remember you were like, just so enthralled with him. Like you were so in love, like so enamored by him and stuff like that. And like, I thought that you guys were just going to like be so great and like run off into the sunset and I thought you were super happy when you first moved. And then I, I think you called me at some point and like told me that you guys were having problems or whatever. And that it was like more serious than just like arguments basically. Mm-hmm. And then I was in Kelowna and I had like gone to your mom's house to just see her basically. And I was like, I think you need to talk to Alyssa. And she was like, she'll reach out to me if she needs me. Like, you know how she is, whatever kind of thing. And I was like, you need to go out there. <laughs> like, I was like, you need to call her. Like, and um, and then it was like a couple weeks later that I think you ended up coming home. Yeah, I was only there for six weeks. That's so bizarre. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I can't believe it was that short of a time. Yeah, it just felt so long. Like, I remember one time, and this, I mean, looking back, it seems kind of dramatic, but at the time, it was just like, I was so broken inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually working at Cactus Club, which is a restaurant I worked at for eight years. <laughs> I was working at Cactus Club at the time. And um, we had a staff meeting in the morning, and, and he had gone out with his friends and, like, whatever, and he was keeping me up, basically. Um, and it was, like, four in the morning or something like that. And uh, uh, this is trigger warning for anybody. Um, But it was like 4 a.m. I had to be at the staff meeting at 7 a.m. And I just like looked over on the desk and there was a knife there. And I was just like, at the end of the day, like if I have to end it, I can. And that was like, it's, it's so crazy. I've never been like suicidal in my life. Like I've never really felt any way like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But in that moment, it was just like almost like a comfort that like that was an option almost it it was crazy yeah and it's like that was more of an option to me than like leaving breaking up with this guy how long were you guys together before you moved to Edmonton with him oh my god not long at all oh really no like we we had started seeing each other in grade 12 as friends and like I would go over to his house because he didn't live at home um and just hang out and like drink beer and like he would help me with my homework and stuff like that (laughs) he was actually pretty smart um and then we started actually like dating that summer and then I moved in September. Wow. Yeah. It's so weird like being away from you like throughout like these parts of your life. I feel like I'm like having to catch up now. It makes me really sad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, but those like those parts, it's not that like I'm I'm judgmental or embarrassed. It's just like I'm almost glad you weren't there because you can you can see me for who I am now and you you don't have that to like look back on and yeah. and kind of like I don't know. It's just 
I think it I think as much as you can hope that people forget who you were they they never do you know what I mean like they'll always like remember like what I you've done I agree at all really yeah because I feel like even when we were friends in high school you were such a different person yeah and, and so was I and it's not yeah. like I look back and I'm like Alyssa's still this way but like mm-hmm. um like I remember like I was in um with Annie at therapy and uh I was saying something about how you used to be confrontational and she was like Alyssa and I was like Annie oh my god if you only knew I'm like Alyssa used to be so confrontational but it's not like I look at you as if you're still that person it's just like I remember obviously there was a time but Mm -hmm. like I don't like accredit that to being a part of you now yeah yeah I guess maybe that's more my insecurity then yeah probably that like I think that people are still looking at that and thinking that's who I am but um, yeah, boy, was I ever. What a chip on, on the old shoulder I had. <laughs> but anyway, so that was that guy. The, uh, we ended up breaking up um, the last time. I won't go into it. Um, uh, and that was like pretty freaking recent if you count it. It was four years ago, maybe. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, four or five years ago, I guess. Um, which like isn't that recent, but it's just crazy because we had broken up for like a full year. Yeah. And then we got back I together I cannot again. believe... I would literally... I Ugh, gross. <laughs> yeah. Was, like, if someone came back to me that long after a breakup, I'd be like, who even are you? Mm. It was just like every time we got back together, it was like... Sparks. I, yeah, and I would change so much immediately. Like, my whole life was, like, around him. How funny. Yeah. I And when we broke up the last time, we were only together for, like, three months. Um, and we broke up. I, I was like, oh, my God. I feel like I was just in like a fugue state. <laughs> I literally was sitting on my bed and I was like, what? And my other best girlfriend, Jen, was like, finally, like she's back basically because she she didn't like want to hang out with me even really because she really didn't like this guy. Um, and it was just like, I was like, oh my God, I like stopped thinking about everything that I was and just reverted back to who I was with him. It was thicking wild. It's just like a very intoxicating relationship for you. Yeah. Yeah. But like I've said, like I, if I've ever loved somebody, I will always love them mm-hmm. and I'll love them for who they were um, in the good times. And so I just <laughs> cannot relate to that at all. <laughs> I just like... I don't know, even though it was like obviously a, a really bad relationship in ways, um, I just can't, I can't forget the good in people. And I know that it exists. I can. <laughs> anyway, I'll quickly go through this one because I feel like I've been talking for like fucking ages. But um, uh, my uh, third ex, um, I don't want to say he's my favorite ex, but like I just have so much goddamn respect for him. <laughs> he, um, he was somebody else that I really, really liked myself uh, when I was with him. I talked about him in the the Dr. Phil episode when we did the like pivotal people or whatever. Um, he was just such an artist and like a visionary. And um, he like we could just like talk for hours and hours and hours about like everything and nothing and whatever. And um, I just, oh gosh, I just think he's such a cool person and I'm, I just feel really lucky to like that he is one of my exes because then I can look back and be like, okay, well, they weren't all bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think you guys connected in like a very different way than you had in the past. Yeah. Like I think that you connected on like a different level with other people where it was almost something more like y- you thought they were cool and that was what you respected about mm-hmm. him. But with him, I think that it was something where like it was so different because he was so different like he was so artistic which was mm-hmm. very very different from your past relationships and stuff yeah. and like it was just a different kind of puzzle piece yeah and and he was like 
himself like yeah. through and through and very driven and stuff like that um and we ended up breaking up like i said because um he had boundaries around like partying and stuff like that and like being uh out in the nightlife and stuff and um that was one of his boundaries that he obviously set forth right at the beginning of the relationship and um i crossed that boundary and he broke up with me which is fair um and then we we did end up getting back together uh, a couple times i think but i i was so deep into a bad place that i couldn't see anything else yeah like i was just it was like it's the worst time in my life was that like couple years was it a couple years anyway (laughs) um and i just nothing mattered yeah like nobody um like i i really didn't like myself in in that time but when i was there i thought i was the shit yeah like i didn't think i was the shit like i was having a really bad time but i was like well, this is fine. You were like disillusioning yourself kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Being like, well, I'm I'm going to work and I have a car and I have a job and whatever. Um, so I wasn't able to respect him. And um, even when we were trying to like make it work and stuff, I was still doing things that like he, he was like, okay, like if this is a boundary that you need, then we can make new boundaries and stuff like that. And he was, you know, really trying to work with you. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, metaphorically spitting in his face. Yeah. <laughs> so, um yeah that relationship ended and um he it like we're we don't like talk or anything like that very often but i just know that like he does i don't i don't think any way that he has like any like ill will towards me and and i think that he's doing so great and stuff like that as well um and i think that there's something like so nice like with having a good relationship with your exes in for me because i know you probably don't feel the same but for me, it's just, it brings me like happiness because if I've given so much of myself to somebody in a time and like we had love, it's just so crazy to act like you're strangers afterwards. Oh, see, I want to be strangers. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think like my very first boyfriend, we would talk quite, not quite a bit, but like we would talk every couple of months for the first year that we were broken up and I was dating someone else. I was dating mm-hmm. the second guy. Um but then even after that we would skype once or twice a year kind of thing and then there was finally like one time where i was just like i can't i can't like keep doing this Mm -hmm. but um we we kept in touch for quite a quite a while but that was really the only one that i well the second guy i guess we kind of like talked here and there kind of thing because he Mm -hmm. was he was somebody that like we we broke up but I still, I guess he was kind of like the sec, your second boyfriend. Like he could kind of rope me back in. Right. Um. So we kind of would do that every now and again. He'd rope me back in. We'd talk for like a couple weeks, couple months, and then we'd stop talking. Mm-hmm. And then whatever. On and on. Yeah. But everyone else. <laughs> Cold turkey. <laughs> Unless I like needed to get in touch with them for some reason. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I don't know. I have respect for all of all of my exes in different ways, I guess. Yeah, no. I, I also think that if any of them reached out to me for help, I would I would help them. Hmm. Would I do that? No. Really? Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I, like, maybe the first one, if he reached out, I don't know what he would possibly reach out to me for now. Yeah. Maybe I would help him. Second one, definitely not. Third one, probably not. Yeah fourth absolutely not (laughs) no yeah yeah Hmm. and then that's wait who's the fourth 
Or no, the, your three, I three main three, breakups. Yeah. Okay, so riddle me this. What do you feel like is like the biggest lesson you learned from like your relationships and your breakups? Where do I begin? <laughs> um. Hmm. <laughs> she wasn't ready for that. I don't know. I don't know if I, I, because I feel like each one taught me something so different. And I think actually in my first and second relationship, I didn't learn anything because I wasn't. Really? Yeah, because I wasn't um, uh, self-aware enough ah. to to see that there was a lesson in there because I kept making the same fucking mistakes. Hmm. Um, so I think from my third is what I'll say. Um, I think that you need to, I guess the the lesson that I would learn is that you need to be comfortable and, and confident in yourself um, to make any relationship work. That's a good lesson. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think a few things. Definitely to like still make time for yourself and to spend time apart because I really struggled with that in my first few relationships. Like I wanted to spend every waking moment with them. Um, and ultimately like after that third boyfriend and I split – that's when I started like really having more of like a business mind doing this job and like I like literally like there was no goal high enough for me I felt like Mm -hmm. and so I really kind of like just honed that part of me um because I was spending that time on myself and then so moving forward in other relationships it was like more of a priority for me to have my own time and space and and commit to that Mm -hmm. um so that was a big one also um like learning how to treat someone properly because I think that was something that I really struggled with in the beginning as well oh interesting in my first few relationships not the second one I guess because I like lived for him but um Mm. the first one and the fourth one I would say Mm. I had a I had a hard time like treating them properly basically because like I felt like they kind of put me on a pedestal and I was like yeah you should Mm. I'm the girl (laughs) pretty much like I felt like I I don't know I don't know why and then um coming out of my fourth relationship I really looked back on that and felt like yeah I I should have like I moved into his apartment and I like took over the place kind of thing and Mm. like you know made it my space that worked for my work and whatever and he was really proud of that place so then like when I moved into my own place and and was super proud of where I was living and I was really happy and content with it I looked back on that relationship and I felt bad that I didn't like make more of an effort to try and be conscious of like his space and his things and like what he might want or not want kind of thing Mm -hmm. um so like learning how to treat people and and also being patient with that's something I've learned through Matt like being patient with how differently people can think Mm. and that not necessarily meaning that they're wrong or you're wrong or anyone's wrong Mm -hmm. um because that was something as well where I felt like I'll I'll teach you how to think (laughs) don't worry like I'll teach you like what's like the right way to go about this or whatever like just because when I would get into arguments it was so hard to argue my side and know that I felt like I was so right but that person also feels like they're right because their experience could be completely different from yours and that doesn't mean that their experience is wrong it's just how they're perceiving the the situation or the argument and I think that that's something with me and Matt because we just think very differently we perceive things very differently we were raised very differently so um we really were like just so it was catastrophic when we would get into arguments in the beginning because we just were so different that 
I was perceiving something completely differently. He was like arguing the complete other side. Um, we have very different love languages. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes we'd be getting into an argument and I'd be like, you know, like you don't show me like any affection. Like you don't tell me you love me. You don't like feel empathy for me, whatever. And he'd be like, I did the dishes two times last week and I did the laundry and I did. The, and I was like, what? Like mm-hmm. it was like talking to a brick wall for the longest time because I was like, what are you talking about? Like this has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, because yeah, he perceived. Yeah, because he was showing you love in other ways. Yeah, and, and that's how he was trying to be like, don't you get it? Like I, I adore you. Can't you understand that through all through these things? And to yeah. me, I was just like, the fuck is, what are you talking about? <laughs> like what yeah. the fuck does this have to do anything with anything? Yeah. And so I really had to come to a point where I was like okay, I, I'm taking you at face value because this is how you're saying you show love. So even if maybe I'm not perceiving it that way, I have to like accept that like, I have to believe that. And respect, yeah. Yeah, and, and be like, okay, like that's your experience of the situation. When you walk down to a clean kitchen now, do you say like, oh, I love you too, babe? No, he stopped cleaning. Oh. <laughs> He's letting himself go in marriage. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, because I do feel like he started showing affection in other ways. Oh, that's nice. Interestingly enough, because mm-hmm. when we first started dating, um, he did not want to spend time together. Well, before we started dating, he wanted to be at my house all the time. Then, like, once we moved in together, he wanted his space. He wanted to be by himself. He wanted to play video games. He would, like, stay up all night long. It was so fucking annoying. Um, I would, like, ask him to do things because my parents do everything together. So I'd be like, do you want to go grocery shopping? And he'd be like, no. Hmm. And I'd be like, okay, okay, fine. I'll go by myself. And I'd be like, do you want to go to the mall? Do you want to go to the movies? And he would say no to everything. And so I was like, fine. So then we moved to this house and I just started doing everything by myself and like with friends and whatever. And then he started coming back around so much. So now he's the one that's like, let's do this together. Let's do that together. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you taught me how to be. And now you're freaking taking it back. <laughs> But now I feel like we've kind of found this like happy medium where we both, we make time for each other and we have our own space. Yeah, that's nice. That's actually something that I'm realizing that I enjoy too um, because my first relationship was very like um, with all of its faults and whatever, like we both did have our separate lives Mm -hmm. and I I enjoy that as well. Yeah. Like I like that I have my life with like you, Sam. And then, you know, I I have myself as well by myself. And then I can have like a a life with my partner as well. I like having those like different kind of facets of my day. It's so important. And I feel like it's something that a lot of people don't focus on because they feel like if, if they just spend more time together, they'll understand each other better and they'll respect each other better. And like the relationship will get better and they'll be more attracted to each other. And it's like, no, like you really do like distance really does make the heart grow fonder yeah and you need to you need to be able to prioritize yourself and and your hobbies and your things and whatever because Mm -hmm. like you you don't have to feel guilty about the fact that like your partner may not be the end-all be-all for like your ability to feel peace or happiness or calmness or whatever like you might have that through other avenues that's Mm -hmm. fine yeah but that's a good point hard lesson to learn yeah I thought that my partner would be like, I I was very like, I believed that if I just found the right person, it would absolve any issues in my life. Like everything would be perfect. Like we would get along. I wouldn't be depressed. Like I would grow up. I would get better at saving money. Like just like, I <laughs> like honestly, like I felt like I was going to meet someone that was going to like change my life across the board. And then you came to, to reality? Uh, yeah, I came down to fucking earth on that one. <laughs> I, I just realized eventually that I was like, oh, I have to do this work. Yeah. <laughs> like, where, like, and I, I, 
I just, I guess that, and maybe it's because like I grew up with my parents having such a close relationship Mm -hmm. and and relying on each other so much, not in a way where like they can't do things on their own, but they just, they put a lot of importance in each other. Mm -hmm. And so I think that I kind of um, perceived that as like, oh, you make each other each other. Like you couldn't do this on your own or whatever. And so I just felt like, I don't know. I don't know. I guess that I just had this idea that there was going to be someone that would completely overhaul my life for me. Yeah. How long have your parents been married? Oh, God, forever. Like 30 years. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Yeah, man. They are still so in love. They're kicking it, yep. Yeah. Just as in love as ever. It's true. Now let's talk about my parents' breakups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like 30 years. Have they even had another relationship? I actually asked my mom recently. I was like, who did you date before dad? Like, did you date anyone? Like, was there anyone that was serious? And she said that she had, like, one boyfriend that she thought was, like, the one. (gasps) But, like, he ended up obviously not being the one. No, of course not, because your dad is. Yeah. (laughs) And here they are. Yeah. I actually, um, no, (laughs) like, we're just, like, going off on a rampage. (laughs) But I remember the time when I found out that my dad had a girlfriend before my mom, and I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, how dare you? I was like, what? I mean, my parents have been divorced my entire life. Yeah. But even still finding out that my dad dated somebody before my mom, I was like, how? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean? How could you possibly have feelings for someone else? Yeah. Same with my mom. Like, because my mom was young when she met my dad. Like, I'm pretty sure she was like 16 or 17 or something. Or maybe 17 or 18. Lisa. And I'm like, mom, who? you had a boyfriend before dad? <laughs> what? It feels like a betrayal kind of. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, and I was actually surprised too, because they, because in my life, I don't remember them being together because I was like eight months or nine months old when they split mm-hmm. um but they were married for like something like three or six years before they even had my brother oh wow and i was like this whole time i thought you guys were together for like a day wow <laughs> like damn you guys really did put it in like you put in the work you did you tried <laughs> yeah it wasn't just like okay we had we had Alyssa. it's been nice knowing yeah it's like damn you guys were married for a long time before that crazy i didn't yeah. know that i know right oh it's wild Anyway. Did you um did your partners more often have divorce partners or partners that were together or parents, parents? sorry um divorced 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 all divorced mm-hmm. actually I don't know if the third one's parents were ever married actually now that I'm thinking about it interesting I I don't know did you feel like that played into their like ideologies around relationships at all mm, the first I yeah, I don't really want to go into like what they may have felt, but um, I mean, what what you grow up with has a huge impact on who you are. Mm-hmm. So I'll say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's weird. I ended up dating a lot of people too that had divorced parents. I mean, Did I think you? it's just so common now. Yeah, when I was in grade two, there was only two. It was me and another guy who had divorced parents. Weird. And we had to. Everybody got to watch this movie during Christmas time. And we had to go and sit off in the side and make another set of Christmas ornaments because everybody made Christmas ornaments for their parents and we had already made one set and then we had to sit off on the side and not watch the movie because we had to make another set for our our other divorced parent. Oh my God, why would they segregate you like that? I'm literally just realizing now how detrimental that was. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. It's like, okay, you guys in the outcasts, you can't watch this. Yeah. You guys have fucked up family, so you can go in the corner <laughs> with your glue and your glitter. You know what though? My mom still has those ornaments. 
Wow. She puts them on her tree every year. Oh my gosh, she's just as sentimental as you, Jesus. What, I just said, Sam, what happens in your childhood makes you who you are. Oh my God. My mom and my dad were both sentimental as fuck. Yeah, they both held on to shit, hey? Alyssa oh, like yeah. holds on to things forever. And then like when she finds, like, okay, like we've bought like matching sweaters, I don't know how many times. And this one sweater we bought like right out of high school. I'm, I was 18, I'm 26 now. And Alyssa recently was like, where is that sweater? And I was like, oh, I like, I donated it. And she was like, what? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm an adult now. Like, this was like almost a decade ago. Like, Whatever, I still have mine. And I see I how much know. our friendship means to you. <laughs> our love languages just must be different. I guess so. What Yours about- is extreme <laughs> sentimentalism. <laughs> what about that onesie that we had a really, I'm crying. What about that onesie that we had a really good time with at in Banff and you threw yours out? That's kind of how oh, I it was feel. Whistler. Sorry. That we had like a really good time with it and then we moved on. <laughs> Every time I look at that onesie, I think of that time. I didn't know it was like a lifelong contract. <laughs> oh God, I'm so glad we're filming this so people can see how sen- sentimental you are. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, I think that's probably a good place to end it. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for sharing your uh, emotional trauma with me. You're welcome really ending on the most emotionally traumatic moment of your life of all sam throwing out best friend sweaters and onesies and onesies. i didn't throw them out i donated them okay well, so at least it went to like a loving home hopefully well they don't know the story you should put a note in the pocket <laughs> sisterhood of the traveling sweaters. please keep this with you always <laughs> i like stitch it into the inside of everything i donate that we've got together oh lord oh gosh thank you guys so much for listening um i hope that you also like breakups (laughs) rough all right guys we'll see you next time bye bye